It's Honey, You're Ruining Our Kid, the parenting podcast, the number one parenting podcast from the Irish Man Abroad Podcast Network. My name is Jarvis Regan. This is my co-host, Tina Regan. Tina Regan, <laughs> and my wife. She's the one with the answers. You email in to honey, you're ruining our kid at gmail.com. I literally read the emails back that she has already <laughs> replied to with strategies and methods to help you through whatever parenting situation you find yourself in based on the 20 plus years of experience, Tina, that you've had in the business. Have you ever met a problem that you've been like, I don't know, how are we going to... Never. Never. Because you, you see all these common, all these problems are so common. You see so many repeating patterns, you know. Yeah. That's why it's good for parents to know you're not, nothing you're experiencing is lonely yeah. because reach out. Someone else has gone through this as well. You're That's, not on your own. And that is fundamentally one of the main reasons for mm. starting this show. And the second reason was to create a podcast that isn't judgmental. And yeah, well, we I try our best. We try our best. I think last week I let myself down a tiny bit. You know, we all are tired. <laughs> Sometimes we all get well, tired. When it comes to screens, I do get very, very upset. But like I said, I will never think that was your first of call is yeah. that the word port of call port they, of call but like this was the thing about last week and I urge people to go back and listen to it because as upset as Tina got over it because it's an upsetting situation and it's an upsetting parenting situation for lots of people who find themselves reduced to it reduced to mm. screens yeah, no. and the simple point you made was yeah. you can put your kid on a screen of course yeah but there has to be limits and boundaries oh absolutely and it, it can't be the first thing you do or mm. the only idea you have yeah and come to me i'll help you through it whatever yeah. it is if you are afraid of not putting your kid in the screen it seems to be fear mm. parents fearful of what their kids will do without the screen yeah i'll help you through that i've helped loads of parents through that and also what tina's i think your best skill in this is the ability to break Habits. Tina told me ages ago that you can break any habit in three days. Is that three right? Three to four days three to with four kids, days. with children. Yeah. So that includes toilet training. Oh yeah. Sleeping issues. Well, it's the consistency. If you can really engage and give yourself over to what it will take mm. to break the habit, it's doable. Yeah. I'm just back. Speaking of tired, I'm just back from a thirty-kilometer run in <laughs> the Phoenix Park. So I'm preparing for the London City Marathon. And I do need to say thanks to you because mm? the amount of understanding that it takes when oh. somebody takes on a marathon, it's you're the unsung hero of this journey with under 40 days to go. The amount of t- the, the miles and the amount of time just going. Honestly, Charlotte, I was excited for you to do it because I thought you would be like tired like me and I wouldn't be so on my own in this tired feeling. <laughs> but like you just still aren't tired. You still don't. I was like, he'll want to go to bed early. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so exciting. None of that's happened. So no. that's what pisses me but off. But shouts to all of the couples, male and female, because it's because it's it, there's so many women out there training for it. I see the groups running. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the amount of time that you're expected All to the handle the couples. business. Exactly. Handle the business of stuff while I go and run around in circles for well, hours. Well, the runs are getting longer. It's like, yeah. OK, I'll see you five hours from now. But All we're right. near the end. We're near the end. Are we though? Have you got a situation, are though? And this is where, where I'm going with this. You have a situation <laughs> where your partner is doing some kind of extracurricular hobby and you're like, this is taking the piss now. Well, I am thinking that the only thing I think is I did hope you'd be tired. 
<laughs> Sorry. Because um, I always remember that Michael McIntyre bit where he said that when he puts on Netflix and he goes, that that's his head hitting the <laughs> couch me. and going to sleep. <laughs> that is me. But I'll never forget when you donated your kidney. I was like, a few days. I never bring that up, by the way. Go on. (laughs) I was in my head thinking, I'll have a few days now where he'll be too wrecked to do anything. An hour later, an hour after he woke up, up, he was out of the bed walking around. I was like, But that was the advice. Yeah, Yeah, no, it was very annoying for you, but that was the advice. Get on. I sound so ratty, but you don't understand. I tired all the time. I tired all the time. (laughs) I'm too tired to talk properly. Charlotte's never tired, and he doesn't even sleep. Mm. Like, that's really annoying. Yeah. But uh, you you know what? I am grateful. And that is what I'm trying to get to here. Okay, I am well, massively grateful. And I wasn't expecting. You're welcome for me doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? I do nothing. I give you a glass of water when you come home. Three incredible questions this week. One on five year old stage fright. Yes. That is that is maybe my favorite question in the last few months. Uh, the second one, remind me what it's about. Uh, a young girl who is refusing to study for what her leaving study cert. Study for the leaving cert, a teenage mm. question. Mm. We've been threatening to do teenage stuff. But this is a question of motivation, yeah. leverage. A poor mother got in touch saying, I need help motivating my daughter. I need help with this. Yeah, and of course, this doesn't just go up to the leaving age of school. This can be way, way lower to just the lack of motivation mm. to actually do the study. It's peculiar, though, not to give that much of a hoot about your right, leaving. Well, let's, let's get stuck into that one. And the final question, one that we definitely need to talk about with the amount of suicide in the country and this is a trigger warning for anybody yeah no it's a very sad question is a very sad question but how do you talk to your kid about this sensitive subject i'm dying to hear what you have to say yeah yeah really tough well that's all coming up on honey you're ruining our kid and of course you can hear the resolution of previous weeks and previous issues that we've had on the show in the patreon edition which is a bumper size episode that goes out every week on patreon.com forward slash Irishman Abroad. Hey, Tina and Jar, love the show and have gotten so much great advice from me. Have emailed twice before, both toilet related. Thankfully, this mail is a toilet free zone. Thank <laughs> God for that, because if this woman sent one more toilet email, that's a dad. Oh, well, look, (laughs) then keep them coming. (laughs) (laughs) Our five year old did his first ever Christmas concert last year and loved it in italics. He loves singing and dancing both in school and out of school. So we recently started him in a local drama class and it's not going great. Classes break into three sections, singing, dancing and drama. He says he likes the singing, but not the other two. And after each class tells us he doesn't want to go back. Never a good sign. We discovered that one day in class he forgot his drama line and was very cross and upset over it. He was worried that this would mean he would be the only child without a line from now on. We've tried to be very supportive and understanding with him and told him that we think once he settles in, he will really like all three classes and that if it turns out he doesn't, then he doesn't have to keep going. Mm. But it's important to give it a chance to see if he likes it. He's only done three classes so far, so one of each. Mm. My wife spoke with the drama teacher who reassured her, our son and our son, 
that he definitely still had a line and there was no need to be upset about forgetting his line once. What we're trying to figure out is how much to push him and not let him give up on the class too soon and then to accept that he doesn't want to go and just drop it. After the last class, he got quite upset with my wife about not wanting to go back. I don't want to push him into something he doesn't want to do. But we can be, he can be a shy kid. So sometimes he needs a bit of a push, a bit of an encouragement. I'm certain he will really enjoy it once he settles in, gets over his initial nerves. But I also want him to have the freedom to choose the activities he likes and doesn't like without us pushing him into anything against his will. It's a tough balance to strike, he says. Any advice you could give would be massively appreciated. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Anonymous. Very nice email. Um, well, there's so much to this email, isn't there? Because what they, what we all need to remember is there's every chance this child has a real natural talent for acting and performing. But he's only five. And five might not be the age where we explore this. So that is something to keep in mind because... Five is a very tricky age for children where they've suddenly become self-conscious. So he might just be in too much of a phase of thinking about people looking at him too much to be able to actually allow himself to enjoy it. And the only reason I feel good enough to say that is because we had a similar situation ourselves, whereas our boy is a very natural performer. He loves to be on stage just like his daddy. He lives and lights up up there. And when he was five, four or five, he was in his Christmas play. It went really, really well. But it went so well, the attention from it actually made him not want to do it anymore. Yeah. He thought he'd cleared drama. But he also, he just didn't like how much people were telling him he was good at this. He felt like it wasn't... I feel like he didn't think it was fun anymore. Now there was pressure. Now he had to go to a class. Because we did the exact same thing. We signed him up to a drama class. And he didn't like it. He really didn't like it. And we had to take a step back. And then a year later, we found a different drama class. And he loved it. Charlotte's like, I don't even remember this. I don't even remember. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing the real 80s dad going, Jeez, I don't even remember sending him to a class at all. But how was that? Yeah, because we went to um, a local in the local community centre first, but really? he didn't. Yeah, Jeez, you were so clocked funny. Out. <laughs> because well, you were probably around the same time as you given your kidney. So was it right? Yeah. Because uh, like I, I, I kind of looked at this really important email mm. around the similar subject of last week in terms of completing games. Yeah, but I love the language that Dad is using. I love that he is recognised. My kid is a bit shy. Also, we don't want him quitting. I love mm. that. So there, well, how can we help him try that, but still in his heart, be willing to accept if his kid is just not ready right now? And this is what I'm saying. <clears throat> yeah, poor Jarlene. That I'm would be saying, the 30k run you just Yeah, did. so I'm saying that the cell needs to be, well, we've signed up for six weeks. Mm. And we need it. to see the course out. Yeah. And then you choose. That's a good idea. Let them know the time limit, definitely, that they know it's, it's not forever. Yeah, even put it on the visual calendar on the yeah, fridge. It's not forever. Stick it up in the calendar. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but he's wondering what should they do? How do they work with him and help him without pressurizing him? And it, a really good way is practice with him. Sometimes people think 
uh, with little kids like this, they think, oh, well, we don't want to overdo it. We don't want him to lose the joy of his lines and what he's doing. But actually, at this age, repetition is really important. And practicing his lines with him daily actually makes it more of a reflex when he goes to talk and something that's really practiced and in the habit of doing and he's not you know he's so used to it because he's been practicing with his parents every day that the words aren't so alien coming out of his mouth yeah i think it's a really good point that like you just get back on the horse it's like the kid that comes home from basketball and says i missed the shot and everyone was like you should have scored that shot yeah you don't rest on it you just go let's go out and shoot more yeah. shots like i found it really tough in that the a school i worked in really didn't like pressurizing the kids to mm. do the Christmas play and then were really disappointed with them on the day when they didn't do it. Yeah. And I had worked in another school where they really understood the process and how rehearse, no, we have rehearse. to rehearse because yeah. the more we rehearse, the, the more these kids are at home with their characters, at home with what they're doing and get a, get to a point where they can be silly. And, yeah, it's and automatic. The, and the excitement, there's nerves there, but there's nervous excitement too. It's not just dread anymore. So there's that. But then there's also how do we empower him? So it's really good to kind of, you know, on the way to drama class, I know this is going to sound silly, play really powerful music. Like that is a tool that they say you should use with kids who are on the way to a performance and feeling nervous about it. Get Katy Perry Roar on or Eye of the Tiger. Greatest Showman. Greatest Showman. All these songs that actually, without him even realising, have built up this sense of uh, occasion and excitement in him as he goes into drama class. Can I ask you though, Tina, because this has come up a bunch of times as well, is listening to what your child is saying slightly too much. And that like your child is saying, I I forgot my line or I don't like rugby because of the, they're mean to me, the coach shouted at me that like we do, don't we all need to take some of the things our kids are saying with a pinch of salt. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not diminishing mm. what they're, they're going through here. But if we make it into, oh, this is very serious. We need to think about this. Whereas if we're a bit more like our parents would have been, a bit more like, ah, sure, look, we all forget our lines sometimes. Yeah, well, like, I, get the, I, uh, I get the feeling from this email that the dad has been very, tried to be as chilled and like yeah, as he can be. But I, I think it's actually fabulous that we live in an age now where our kids can tell us something. And you're right, we have to be careful not to live their experience with them mm. and, you know, not to make it bigger. But isn't it brilliant that this kid has been able to tell his parents, and like explain the nerves. But then also what might be good to come back to him with is nerves are important. This feeling that you're having is is normal. Yeah. And let's use this nerves in a different way because you know explaining to him that sometimes the nerves are just how excited you are to do this yeah and we have to be careful not to confuse those feelings with fear you know also 100 like as somebody who gets on stage mm. a lot that was a breakthrough for me yeah because i did have you know tight stomach get sick yeah feel like i'm gonna cry <laughs> but uh, but the second i started to reframe yeah reframing it, nerves yeah. as mm. This is my body getting ready to perform. Yeah. And, you know, I always think about Carly Simon, who, you know, people may not know this, but she would only face the band at different points in her career. She wouldn't face outwards. She would just face the band. And the way she overcame it was literally through reframing. Wow. Performance anxiety 
as performance excitement. Yeah. And that you literally want to do your best. And even that kind of a discussion with your kid around, well, being nervous is good. Yeah. Because yeah. it means it matters. Oh, no, that's a really important chat. That's really important. But also for the parents just knowing that this age of five and six is a tough age for them because they've just realized that people notice stuff that they do. They're they're self-aware and they don't understand what they're even self-aware of. They're getting embarrassed very easily because of that. And their confidence can be knocked so easily. Like, I'm sad that that teacher didn't come and tell the parents how embarrassed that child must have been when he forgot his line. Because if she had, they could have come in straight away and been like, it doesn't matter. You're going to make mistakes. Yeah. And it's all about how you how you cope with your mistake. Yeah. The audience doesn't know. The audience doesn't know you're the only one who knows. And loads of actors improvise. Talk about improvisation. Like give him tools to save himself up there. My first thought on this, Mm. I don't know who the teacher is. Yeah. But my first thought was this is a failure on their part. Yeah, that's a tough sweeper though when she's probably dealing with 35 year olds. I I am prefacing it with this that I don't know what took place. But I do know. Yeah. We need to keep the thing fun mm. and that somewhere along the line, maybe this kid is a uh, one of those kids that's like, no, this is serious. I have a line. I've got to remember my line. I was thinking that too. Like he's in a drama class now where he does singing, drama. And what was the other thing they said? Um, I can't remember. There was three activities. Uh, oh, and dance. Yeah. Maybe he just likes singing. Yeah, that's maybe possible. Maybe he didn't realize they what drama was. They all feed into was. each other. Yeah. It's all expression. I just feel like yeah, you've got to remind, I believe you need to remind your kid of how much fun this is. We're in a situation with our own son where a particular sport has become too serious, mm. too quick. Yeah. And we found him an outlet where he goes to a day of that sport where it's not serious and it's just about play. Yeah. And it changed everything. It did. But if you stay with me for a second with what I mean about the singing, maybe just before singing, you know what drama's like at that age. You're told to act like a horse, yeah. you know, walk like an elephant. You know, if this kid embarrasses quite easily, maybe he doesn't like doing those activities. Maybe he just likes to sing. So maybe. they do have a lot to think about here. But I do think you're the tool you said of give him the timeline, show him on the calendar, let him know this is not forever. Yeah, this is just something where and also don't fresh if it's not right now, because if you've got a kid who has a talent this way, they're, first of all, they're going to want to do it eventually. Yeah, exactly. It's in, a, it, <laughs> it's in it them. It's a compulsion. It's in them and they're going to want to do it. And maybe this just isn't the right time. Yeah. You know. But also keep it fun. Keep it fun. Keep it fun at home. Like with, with Mikey and his performance, the, mm. the most fun I have with him in performance is our private improv. Yeah. And practicing as much as you think that will kill the love, that won't. That will settle their soul. Yeah, yeah. They you will feel do prepared. The for other yeah. people. Let him Be- do his line. Over preparing is a good feeling for a kid because they don't feel as they don't feel like mistakes are going to happen. They feel like I got this. I remember this, you know, Lovely it's the stuff. calmness. Yeah. Tina, I don't know how you're going to answer this one. I'll be totally honest with you. Why? This might be one of the toughest questions we've ever had. How do I get my child to study for their exams? My eldest has their leaving cert this year. She is not doing anything any work as far as I'm concerned. All she wants to do is listen to music or hang out with her friends. 
She says things like, I can just repeat. Oh my now, God. I'm, imp- I'm imposing that voice on this I person. Know. But imagine saying that, I can just repeat. It doesn't even matter. And my favourite, I didn't study for the junior cert and everything was fine. Oh, fuck. <laughs> she probably didn't even have to do her junior cert because she's a pandemic. I don't think she has considered the repercussions and will be upset when she's faced by the reality of not doing well and having zero options. Please help me motivate my daughter. Good luck, Tina. When you get this email in, are you just like, oh, holy moly? Well, or, first, firstly, my heart went out to the mom. Yeah. I thought, me too. this is tough. And secondly, I thought, I'm glad she got in touch because she's probably doing a lot of shit wrong. Could you imagine how frustrated she is? Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, but we're all we're like we're all experts. Yeah, and then when it comes to your own kid, oh yeah, and you find yourself well, they know how the to rag. push. They know how to push your buttons, you know. Yeah, needling you and like saying things like "I can just repeat," oh, I, and you're going. That's a whole year of your life. Like, like it's a whole year of your life. Repeat. Like that. That's worrying. That's that statement alone is worrying because. This child needs guidance. They need a plan. Mm. They aren't thinking about their future at all. Yeah, and they it sounds like she doesn't s- connect the dots yeah. between this and what I'd like to do with the rest They're of my life. They're too cozy. That child wants to be a child forever. Mm. They're not even like, I couldn't wait to get out the door. I was so excited to start my own little life. I mean... Even, I need to give the listeners a little <laughs> side note here. Tina was an independent child. <laughs> At the age of four, <laughs> when she didn't want anyone making her bed, she wanted to walk to school by herself. <laughs> yeah. From what I can tell, you were like, can I get my own flat when <laughs> you were 12 years old? My ambitions to be a single mother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know when, when I read this, like, I, I definitely had friends like this. Did you really? Yeah. Okay, wow. I obviously hung around with... Uh, more. A very motivated bunch. Yeah. A very motivated bunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like definitely I hung around with good friends who were pulling my socks up for me and encouraging me to do the work, you know. She needs a plan. She first of all needs to get in touch with that school because they are doing her mister misservice. Really? How the hell have that school not communicated to this child? But isn't there always kids that are like, whatever, I'll repeat. Well, we got to do better for those kids. We got to reach them because they are going to the real the actual reality of repeating. That's horrible. Who, who, who do you know who's enjoyed that? Even the people who choose to like I had a friend who missed out on architecture by 10 points or something crazy. Yeah. And had to repeat and got it second time. But like that was miserable for her. Yeah. Um, no. Also, she needs to outsource. So you're going to have to hopefully if they're able to afford to get that kid into some kind of grinds or study program. Right. But it is March. You know, this is the thing. It's like this woman sends this email in because she's like. Yeah, she's panicking. They've just done the mocks. Probably got the results back. Yeah. Like, Tina, motivation is a funny thing because it does come from within. And Mm. that you going, we need a plan. Like, it's quite hard to instill it well i always say this to you it is hard to always answer these questions without seeing 
the person. Yeah. Like my old job, I observed the behaviors, mm. met the child, watched them, got to know them, then came up with a plan. So we are guessing. Sure. But your first but, instinct about this kid doesn't want to grow up. I don't. Yeah. I think that's spot on. She's too comfy. And also, let's why not would forget, you want to stay? Let's not forget these kids have been through way more than us. They, yeah. They've gone through a pandemic. Yeah. So emotionally mature wise, she might not be there. Yeah. But someone has to get it through to her. Some like you've missed out on enough of your life. Mm. Repeating is not who, an option. I, I had friends who struggled with the leaving cert in terms of motivation, and then afterwards took a year off. Really. To figure out maybe that to, to actually recharge. So I think what you were saying is, because I know that you always say that if you had had an incentive, maybe she needs rewards, a different kind of reward system for an older child. Maybe there's something she wants enough that this mom can tap into that will make her try. Yeah, it's also about that's a whole going around the house, mm. right? This is what I love about this. Like mm. my parents probably looked at me and were like, you just didn't seem to be into it. Mm. And my sisters were all 600 points girls. Mm. And I just didn't, I like my attitude was they're just going to give you more homework, which sounds quite similar to this girl. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why bother doing the homework? There's going to be more tomorrow. Yeah. Which is a bizarre view to take. Yeah, but you're, you much like this girl ended up doing really well. Do you think there's a chance but, she might end up doing really sure, well without studying? Of course there is. But I yeah. did study in the end. Did you? Okay. Um, but the motivation came and... Like you say, going around the house and going, rather than, you know, grab, grabbing her by the lapels and going, you don't realize the impact of your... Oh. If you can find the yeah. leverage, if you can find the thing, There's that if it's like, well, you know, if you do well, we send you to university after this, mm. that, you know, we would happily, you know, kit you out in whatever clothes you wanted for that. Yeah, I think and there's zero doubt that whatever they're doing is not working. Whatever the motivation is. No, I don't think she's gone to a motivator yet, but whatever techniques she's using. Yeah, she's digging the heels. She's, that's not working. So I also think that you need to talk to this child about, um, like sometimes teenagers get to see, who get to see their friends a lot and hang out assume that those friends are not doing their work. Oh, yeah. Like that was a game changer for me when oh, someone yeah. was like, or, or I think what happened to me was get her to go to the local library. I remember going to the local library for the crack and then seeing everyone I thought who was a cooler around town in there studying Busting so hard yeah. and being like, holy oh, shit, flip. I need to cop on. Yeah. I need to actually catch up here. So maybe something like that. Expose her to the realities. She needs to be exposed. Like other, this is, this is scary talk because this is a lady who's lacking motivation. Yeah. This is a teenager. She's probably 18. Well, yeah, because you're right. Like the motivation for the leaving search mm. is, oh, I can see university life or whatever yeah. job it is you're going to go to. And that's that's the over yeah. the rainbow that you're reaching for. Has she not found yeah. the course or maybe that she's mad for? Has she not gone out and visited the universities? Maybe. Because a lot of them are doing online visits. I reckon get her in a car Go out and visit UCD, DIT, go to Galway, walk around these campuses. So here's the Let next. Let her see yeah, it. So that's, that's true, right? Mm. That, that should start the engine. I very much doubt that she hasn't done that. And I, my next concern is the friends. Mm. So very wants to hang to out. the friends. But wants to hang out with the friends. Has there been a bit of group think mm. 
we'll all repeat it'll be mad crack and it'll be so much easier next year what is the chat among those do you reach out to their parents and go how how are you finding motivation and stuff like that no i don't think so what i would i'm always against that because i just think it gets messy it gets personal i think you go to the school you ask to meet with the yearhead and you very frankly talk to them about the group of friends and the realities of are they all doing this or is it just my daughter Mm. because you go to the parents you're in like all of a sudden you're in this spiral of politics one person taking offense another yeah, yeah. person you starting to blame your daughter? daughter i mean it just gets out of control so fast are you saying my daughter's about influence yeah i think daughter. there's three things she needs to do here first of all set up a meeting with the year head definitely at the school find out what's going on in school mm. and try and figure yeah. out a way where this your daughter can have a special meeting with the careers advisor where you know yeah. realities of you know, what repeating, what repeating looks actually like. looks like. And why is there no passion for what your next yeah, step is going yeah. to be? Second thing I think she should do is find out what's going to motivate her. Figure it out. Get her to work for it. Maybe pepper her with little rewards along the way and mm. help her know how to do a study chart. Maybe it's too overwhelming. Maybe she hasn't done anything and doesn't know where to start. Mm. Whereas we know, like, you're not expecting her to get 600 points. She sounds overconfident. When she's saying I didn't study for junior certain, it was fine. Mm. That that is a hubris. Yeah, but I maybe maybe she didn't have maybe the junior cert wasn't as hard as it normally is. Or we've been through the pandemic. I don't even know if there was a junior cert properly. So those are the three, right? No, Uh, the third one is get out. (laughs) Third one is get out. I think maybe there's been too many things. Get out and visit these universities and stuff. Mm. I think maybe I'd imagine the frustration in this email. There might have been too many kicks up the arses in negative mm. forms that haven't worked. Yeah. We got to rethink this whole thing. Yeah. You're dealing with a grown up. Yeah, like this girl could potentially be 19. Yeah, if you're, deal, you're dealing with a grown up and you have to offer their, like. It's very tough. Even Gina. if she's it's not. It's a very tough question. It's so hard. Because really, it's all so personal. There is no broad brush stroke on this. And when I'm talking about motivation, mm. this is one of my special subjects. Uh, as a coach in sports and even just in my own life where I realized, wow, I didn't have the leverage, the pants on fire yeah. is what I call it. Well, it is. I look at my writing, I look at my stand up and I go, oh, I didn't have alarm goes off. Get the hell out of bed. I didn't have that for a mm. lot of my life. I heard Ricky Gervais talk about this, that he didn't have it until he was 40. Yeah. This can yeah. happen. and Yeah, but you still have a degree you, and a master's under your belt. Ex- and you didn't have exactly. no direction. But this is the point. You can unlock it. Yeah. You can unlock it. It's a really like trying to get a, a trail of breadcrumbs. Nearly, you yeah. nearly, it's like inception. You need them to come to the idea themselves but Jared, because when it emanates from them yes it's far stronger than it being like you'll do this you'll do that repercussions but this if you can get them to picture mm. how much better their life will be with the solid leave insert and life in whatever university they're mm. going to go to or job then that's where the pants go on fire <laughs> yeah but what's the point in not trying is the hard thing but what are we hearing all the time, unfortunately? Mm-hmm. This is a Gen Z issue. Oh, my God. It's like I hate even taking it in like it's a truth. 
But there's so many people complaining about this new generation of kids who expect to be managers having never worked, mm-hmm. expect to be given the, you know, the job without doing the internship. Like, where has the grind gone? Don't but know. that's probably what this mom is thinking too. Yeah. She had to She's work really hard for like everything. Like yeah. But we have spoiled our children. Yeah. Our kids don't want for anything. It's really tricky. We have, like, We've given them so much. Yeah. They don't even have to think about waiting for something. It's all so instant. Yeah, it'll be delivered tomorrow. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, but there has to be a way of there reaching this. There has to be a way of yep. reaching this girl. And there we've got to go around it a different well, way. I, I can't wait to hear what the follow-up is next week. Yeah. Of course, over on patreon.com forward slash irishmanabroad, we're going to get the follow-up on some of the questions Tina has answered in previous weeks, including the kid yeah. who couldn't play well well Jarlett really slagged me about this the idea of giving the kid a notebook to write into during during he really, the game he slagged me so much and i was so tired and lovable cranky that day that i really kind of stayed with me and i was like well maybe i've got that all wrong <laughs> but luckily mummy got back in touch and uh, you're gonna hear all about it on patreon.com forward slash irishman abroad come on over it's how we support the show how we make the show it's how this show is possible uh, and we're offering a 15% discount on annual membership so you can unlock all of the benefits over there for 15% less this month. So yeah, this definitely comes with a trigger warning if you're uh, in any way sensitive to or feel affected by uh, suicide or any of these issues. Now would be a good time to uh, skip forward or... Uh, press stop and we'll see you next week because this questioner comes straight out and says it my son's friend committed suicide and I don't know how to help him through this heartache they were and are both 16 I don't know what to say to my kid how to help him in the process and processing it I can barely process it myself I'm also riddled with worry that now my son might be capable of this too his friend seemed happy what are the signs even what should i look out for this is all very stressful and upsetting hoping yourself and jarlett will be able to help us in some way Mm. well i mean this is a very hard question isn't it Uh, no way to answer um but the number one thing we're supposed to do that they tell us you're supposed to do is not to try and fix anything to just be there to listen and something in regards to this question and I was trying to do my reading around it because you don't want to just assume anything is that they say to be very direct when talking about it to actually use the word suicide to show that you're not fearful of talking about it and that this is a real thing that happened and keeping the conversation open not really empathizing with how they're feeling not acting like you understand but more being available to listen and to be ready to be comfortable in silence Mm. if they're not ready to talk yet but just being there is really important yeah i mean that's the starting point isn't it because once that communication line is open Mm. then you can go from there but i think it's really important what you said there in terms of 
not trying to say, I know what you're going through. Mm. That seems to be a phrase yeah. that you they, should avoid at all costs. It seems everywhere that was the one thing they suggest you really try and avoid doing. It's hard because it's so such a pattern of ours to try think that you're doing yeah, the right particularly thing. Particularly men. Offering up your own experience. But what they're saying is it's better to acknowledge, to be direct, to express concern for how they're feeling but to keep your own feelings out of it mm. and just be ready to listen and mm. not ready to fix. Just be ready to listen to what they're feeling and what they're going through right so now. So avoid saying anything along the lines of this happens, life has to go on. In fact, they're more saying things like to say things like this happens and it's shit. It's really sad. And I can see that you're sad in the same way we would advise if it was a younger child. Mm. They're actually saying acknowledging their sadness and their fear is really important mm. so that they feel seen because she she's right to worry about her kid. It's terrifying. It's coming to her world. The mm. fact that this could happen to her kid, too. So what does she have to watch out for? What are the signs? And there are a list of signs. It's so it's so upsetting to even read them. Mm. They say then things to watch out for are an extreme focus on debt, talking about feeling the need to escape the pain they're going through, persistent bitterness, anger or guilt, difficulty turning up to things or mm -hmm. keeping up with their schoolwork and a lack of concern for their own personal welfare neglecting personal hygiene would never have thought that wow um an increase in substance abuse uh, an inability to enjoy life so maybe they're withdrawing you know they're becoming mm. a bit more withdrawn constant feelings of hopelessness and again they end it with talking about dying and then unfortunately mm. they attempt suicide. yeah um i mean those are really helpful to even know those to even hear them myself i'm yeah. like wow so they've identified these as the signs and that was the central question in this is what yeah. should i watch out for yeah and that couldn't be clearer that those are red flags right there yeah but it is terrifying because where's the help for these people where's the help for the boy who's going through this well i know a friend of mine um set up her own charity called hug.ie when her own daughter did this and the charity At 12 years old 12 and the charity is to help support the people who are left behind so this hug.ie is an incredible place where other people who have been through it are going through it and know exactly what you need are there and she did it because she recognized there's nothing, nothing. there's no support. no support there's no support that lady is actually stepping down and she's handing it over to someone else now because it's too much i'd imagine it is i mean that little girl that she was 11 and she would have been 19 so she's eight years now she has held that position and done what she can and i think that has to take its toll on you so but that is a service that's available also we have jigsaw and headspace yeah no, that's not what yeah it's called. way ahead way therapy. therapy jen trechuk has been a guest on the show and we'll, of course, include her details in the episode notes, because when you say there's no help, mm. Jigsaw 
has been credited at being one of the few places where you can get help, where really? you can ring. Well, I mean more professional when they yeah. ring their doctor. Yeah. They're not like advised. On the, yeah. on the uh, health service, uh, people do feel alone in this. The other thing is that uh, how do you how do you get that conversation and communication line open? Now, you've mentioned this to me before and I've used it a bunch of times. And that is the parallel play that you do with small mm. kids. Harder with an older child. Harder with an older kid. But when you had a big, bigger brother program in your school, mm. the walking yeah. side by side. Yes. Uh, so there's no direct eye contact. Mm. Um, I do this with Mikey all the time, that the walk... And the kind of, you know, we're in the middle of throwing a thing for yeah, something. Shooting hoops, throwing balls, all these that things. That the conversation can come out mm. in those moments if you just stay the course without going. So, you know, you just go like I was trying to root out things by going, what was the happiest you were this week? What was the most mm. you laughed in school this week? And I know that that's not going to apply in this situation, no. but I mean... There are questions, like I say, the breadcrumbs again yeah. to get them to, to start talking. I mean, this is kind of what I do for a living in interviews well, is try and get people to to talk. And the way in which I've felt is best is to talk about something that doesn't seem related. Mm. Well, you're right. From your own childhood. You take the pressure off and they open up. But uh, Offer some of yourself. In regards to the parents here, <clears throat> they have to be ready to be really patient and they also have to be ready that this will change your child. There's no way it won't imprint on them. They've lost their friend and their friend has taken their own life. And that is going to be really hard for them to ever mm. get their head around. Yeah. And they will be, they'll have so many questions and why. And none of us can ever answer those. No, there is no. But there just is no. being available to listen. And like they say, it's directness. It's showing no fear when talking about it. Mm. That takes, I guess, that takes the, it punctures it, doesn't it? Mm. It punctures the... Yeah, the, it deflates the, it. The, yeah, the, the, what's the enormity of it. Yeah. Because it's soul-destroying. It's mm. so sad. And this has this, to be a place for grief. Like, yeah, but this kid's going to be reminded of his friend everywhere he yeah, goes. Yeah. And now his friend isn't here. And he's going to have all these thoughts about, well, what did I do wrong? Mm. All of this. So you have to be ready to address them. The other podcast I'd recommend on this subject is called The Grief Cast. Mm. And it's an award-winning podcast. And if you haven't heard of it, you need to get this into your life. Because in terms of myriad situations of grief and how it can feel that it's going to swallow you yeah. whole and how there is a way out the other side, as difficult as that might seem, Griefcast is the podcast I'm recommending on this. Mm. Way Ahead Therapy, yeah. Jen Trechik, and of course, Jigsaw.ie. And Hug.ie for the mom. Hug.ie. And eventually the son. But, I oh, mean... Yeah. My heart goes out. Really hard to be able to answer that. All we can do is try and help. But Exactly. Um, I would tell that mom to get in touch anytime. Anytime she needs to do at all. Absolutely. That's our show for this week. But of course, there's more over on patreon.com forward slash Irishman Abroad where you can hear the resolution of some of the strategies that Tina has given parents. Uh, happy Mother's Day 
to all of you guys yeah. out there. I hope it went well. Hope uh, the flower fairy <laughs> arrived. I hope nobody woke you up. <laughs> I really do. I hope that you got, even if you just got, to, you know what it is? Everyone thinks you want to lie on. You don't want to lie on. You're happy to wake up at half seven if you just wake up by yourself. By like, yourself, meaning with your husband gone? No, I mean without, you know, your yeah. child running yeah, in and yeah. slapping you in the face. You know, they don't get it. Everyone thinks you're obsessed with getting a lie on. She really wants her sleep, blah, 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 blah. You just don't want to be woken up. The, I, the feeling of waking up of your own accord is amazing. Hmm. More of that. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, I always think it's amazing on Mother's Day to see the amount of moms out by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Living the dream. <laughs> Just a little bit of time to myself without you. Reckon That's not really what it is. I think what, uh, no, what well, happens How many dads is, do you see in the park on Mother's Day with their kids? I don't care because you know what? What happens on Mother's Day is it's the one day where you will allow yourself to be on your own and not feel bad about it because you'll think it's Mother's Day. I don't need to feel guilty about this. I can actually read a book for an hour. And guess what? You still end up feeling really bad about it. Yeah, and yeah. it's never worth it because whoever you've left the kids with Keeps won't texting. do a great job. <laughs> Keeps texting going, where is he's having a fit because I didn't feed him for the last six hours. Um mom guilt is something we do need to talk mom about guilt on this is show. Awful. Uh, if you've got questions, Honey, you are ruining our kid at gmail.com. Uh, patrons, of course, can get a direct line. Sounds to so Tina. like back, Kenny. You do uh, that on purpose. Direct <laughs> line. I'm, of course, preparing to take the hot seat <laughs> on the Late Late Show. I'm not sure how many of you heard this, but I am going to be the new host. I told Pat dealt with that pretty well, Pat Kenny on Newstalk, when, when you I announced it live on air. <laughs> live on air. I told <laughs> Pat Kenny. Archie, haven't been in touch with me, but I just know I'm going to be the host. Yeah, I'm I'd be delighted if you were the host. I could start watching the Late Late Show again. <laughs> Tina, you're bold. That's what you are. What? We'll see you next week for more Honey, You're Ruining Our Kid. We want to hear from you. Give us a rating and an old comment on Dell's iTunes. You have a, a good, nice one because I won't a be able nice to take one. it. <laughs> no, just say whatever you like. Just say, here's here's what I want to see. I want to see how many people will put up. Tina's really mean to Jar. Oh, come on. That's not true. <laughs> Tina has her hands full with Jar. Uh, come on over to Patreon and hear the rest of the show. The extra bit over there is really fun. Loosey goosey uh, roundup of what's been happening with people after they receive the strategies from Tina's. Mm. Uh, Tina's and their 99, I would say 100%. They were. Yeah, so far, thank so God. So far. Well, the ones who get back to me. <laughs> Other people just going, bad, Tina. Thanks, Tina. Talk to you next week. Thank I won't you. be talking to you in between. <laughs> Love you, Jerry. <laughs>